This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast, a powerful curse takes its toll. So you guys wake up the next day, minus six to all your ability scores. Just brutal. And the path to victory gets harder to see. I thought the Valley of Minderhall was bad, but this is something much darker. And now there are only three of you. Searching for a new way forward. Look into the flames. If you have any hope for survival, you must add to your party. I, I know you know this. And putting their faith in the arcane. Now I will warn you, if the magic goes wrong, it could be quite dangerous. The heroes will risk everything. I can't even roll. My hands are shaking. I can't do it. I can't bring my hands to release the dice. To bring down their enemies. Whoever is in this building, you have nothing to fear if you are foe to the giants. If you are friend to the giants, prepare to die. The adventure continues now. Hello, one and all. It's Matthew. Hope you've all been enjoying the shenanigans since last we spoke. Been a bit of a doozy, no? I know everyone wants to get to the episode rather than listen to me blather on, so I'll keep this extra short and sweet. But I just wanted to let you know that Glass Cannon Live in Philadelphia is now available to watch on YouTube. So please enjoy that, and we'll see you in Chicago for the next installment. Okay, I said I would keep it short, so that's going to be it. Please enjoy episode 190. Matthew, do you know what time it is? What time is it, Troy? It is time to talk about the March to 200. (laughs) (laughs) One of your favorite. And what, pray tell, has precipitated this time? Because it's episode 190, buddy. Oh, We are 10 away. It's one of your favorite marches. I know that. It's a great march, but I have to tell you, Troy, we've been marching there for a lot longer than before today. Hey, man, we are getting into the Capitacaza zone. When you're 10 away, this is a big round number. That's what I like to call the Capitacaza zone because of his obsession with approaching those arbitrary landmarks. He's, he's the king of that. If you didn't make such a big deal out of it, we wouldn't even mention it. But you, yeah, okay. wait, ad wait. nauseum. Are you trying to tell me that if I weren't here, you wouldn't be hyping yourselves up for no apparent reason? I wouldn't even Why know. Would we? Why would we at all? I wouldn't even know what episode we were on. <laughs> what, what episode is it? I barely know what podcast we're doing. I never met people who hype themselves up so much until I met the four of you. I don't even know who you people are. <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of when I went to Disneyland with my wife and we got into a little fight and I was like, we came here for you. We came here for you. No, we came here because of you. This is exactly the <laughs> same thing. Did you Disneyland? Why were you fighting at Disneyland? <laughs> I know. Yeah, did security most... come over? Yeah, they a did. A giant yeah. is harassing that foundation. He threw her in a fountain. It's Disneyland. Security was there before it even started. Yeah. 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 Sir, sir, sir. Throw in the hole. Put down the Lagunitas. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm sure Disneyland at security has never seen couples fighting at Disneyland. I'm sure that's never happened. The only place they fight more is Ikea. Oh, my God. Just walk through there and see a 22-year-old couple talk about, like, what size bed. Like, we can only afford a full size, but we need a queen. You snore at night. It's going to break in four months anyway. 
It's Ikea. It's garbage. That's true. Um, speaking of garbage. Uh, if Ikea wants to sponsor us, we'll be ha- happy to retract that statement. That's, that's true. That's true. But, that's but, our core demo. Um, speaking of garbage that breaks too quickly, <laughs> Joe, do you miss Four Bears at all? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's been a sad time, Troy. It's been a he sad time. He lasted way longer than a piece of Ikea furniture. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Did he have a warranty? <laughs> just outside. We just expired. I wanted to look to see what episode he came in before we started, and I forgot, but I think it was like in the 160s, the Temple of Detrimental Evil, maybe? Episode 163. 63, okay, that was... 32 episode warrants. Ah, bear with us. Bear with us. Oh, right. Episode 163, he appeared. In episode 164, you said you were probably going to kill him in one episode. In that episode. Oh, yeah, I remember that. You were like, he'd have a one-episode run. I'm sorry, but, you know, it happens. Yeah. It's part of the game. But he lasted 26. 26. That's the, that's the quickest turnover we've had. Yeah? I think it was 26. That's not true. Yeah, 26. Is that not true? We've killed a, we've killed a character, and I, I mean, this is spoilers. Hopefully everyone's listened to every no, other no, episode. No, 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 Not other yeah, podcasts. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. But no, no Orphos, Orphos died in like two episodes. Oh, he three. died in, in, a, in a three-parter. That's yeah. true. Yeah, that's true. Episode. One episode. The same episode he was introduced in. Yeah, Ranger Things 1, 2, and 3. You know uh, what I was thinking about on the way in today? Of all the physical recording locations in which you've killed characters. Oh, that's right. I think this is the first one in this particular spot. Locale. Wow. Yeah. There's yeah. just a cop that shows up at each location after we move on. I was like, yep. Same motive. <laughs> Same tactics. Same MOD. I'm going to catch yeah. this son of a M-O-D. bitch one day. <laughs> you guys puking in the back. You killed, Gorm- <laughs> you killed Gormley in, Tro- in Joe's apartment. Yeah. You killed, you, you feeble-minded Galabras in your apartment. And then I killed Dell in Philly. In Philly, <laughs> killed Dell in Philly, and you killed Lork upstairs. And you killed Lork upstairs. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I've oh, killed yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. I've killed you all over the place. So yeah, I, yeah. our first, our first studio that we were in for a few months actually didn't have any deaths, did it? Yeah, the attic. The yeah. attic. Wow. The attic never the suffered attic. a death. <laughs> well, well, hopefully there'll, safe place. there'll be a lot of deaths here for many years to come. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you have to christen the place. It was nice of you to show up, Joe. I, I appreciate it. I know that you uh, you built that character poorly on purpose, just <laughs> thinking that I would wipe him out, and then you could like you know take a couple weeks off from the show, maybe a month or so, have a third kid, as Grant mentioned. Yeah, um, that was nice. As we were going off air, I was like, "Don't tell my wife. <laughs> Don't tell. I'm, I'm still showing up here every week. Right? <laughs> I do not have time for a third child. I will never have time for a third child." <laughs> this is good. Well, it'd be nice to have you do some play-by-play. Um, so you guys wake up the next day minus six to all your ability scores. Yeah, Just that, brutal. That Some people are like, no, that's not how Gash works, Troy. Shut up. That's how it works. That's <laughs> how so I'm doing it. And I now miss fire oh, wait, on one That's not how it works? Well, it's supposed to be every 24 hours, but like the way I do it, it's, gotcha, gotcha. you wake up, you're minus six. <laughs> but all you got to do is roll a one to a 76 and you're fine, Skit. Oh, my God. However, before you teleport off, Farron mm-hmm. um, calls you over, Baron. Oh. And uh, says, Baron, join me for a moment, if you will, by the forge before you take off. All right, Farron. And she kind of solemnly walks over to the forge with you. It's lit. <laughs> Crackling fire. I've spent some time since the cathedral fell. 
staring into the flames as it did. I'm much more mindful now of what can happen if you stare for too long. But I do recognize, as a slag giant, the power one can find if you stare in the right way. I've looked at all of you on your journey. I would say watched over you, but there's not much I could do if I saw you in trouble. I pray for you when I see you facing adversity, and sometimes I do not see the whole vision. But I see the three of you now heading back to this horrible place. I thought the Valley of Minderhall was bad, but this is something much darker. The presence of Ergathoa there has infected the world around this tomb. And now there are only three of you. If you have any hope for survival, you must add to your party. I, I know you know this. However, look. Look into the flames. Perhaps for once, you will not need to seek out another ally. Perhaps a giant slayer will seek you out. And you look into the flame and you see Skiergard, mostly abandoned, just like you saw every time you walked from your little camp to the tomb, flipping off the remaining giants and whatnot. You see a smaller-ish humanoid trudging through the snow. Walking in the direction of the tomb. Kind of like past the buildings, past the chapel of Ergothoa. Just like walking knee-deep in the snow and looking up at the you know stairway built into the mountain leading up to the tomb. And then the fire just takes over and you just see flames again. You said a smaller human? Smaller human. Wow. Thank you, Farron. It's a long time I tried to look for my answers at the bottom of empty liquor bottles. Now I look to my own faith, that of the dwarves, Torax. And I appreciate you sharing some of uh, Minderhall's wisdom on this behalf. We'll seek this person out. And then Baron reaches behind her and says... And we'll take more than just your insight. Boosh. Cast stone skin on himself straight from the forge. <laughs> I think that'll do. Yowza. Wow. wow. And then you just hustle over to Pems. And, uh... Skid, you have the floor. Well, I let him know, obviously, about this person I saw outside, but maybe inside the temple. I'm not sure. Yes. Ah, curious. It seems that well, fate has shat on us once. Perhaps she smiles on us once again. <laughs> That's typically how fate goes. One, mo- one shat, one smile. Family yes. motto. Yes, that is. Well, this is... Uh, now, I will warn you, both of you, this is no sure thing. The magic I use, I'm not overly familiar with the place that we target. 
if the magic goes wrong, it could be quite dangerous. Correct. Perhaps then we should take Baron's precaution and cast stone skin on you and me as well. Yes, I think that is a, a must for both of us. Yes. Whom? Stone skin. I can do. I, I think I can cast it, so I can cast it from the forge, right? Yep. Yeah. So I do it too. Yep. And because it acts like a spell-like ability, you don't need the components, right? Right, right. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and that gives you what? What would, would you determine? It's uh, <laughs> So it's it's DR10 slash adamantine um, for 20 minutes. No. 10 minutes. 200 10 minutes. minutes. So 200 minutes. And so almost two and it's half. 150 total points that can be absorbed via the DR. Wow. So, yeah. It's pretty cool. And I think adamantine is uh, a plus... A weapon has to be like plus five to bypass that. If it's not adamantine, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, if it's not adamantine, plus four or five. Uh, We can look that up. Uh, All right. Well, time is, you only have 200 minutes. You better start teleporting. (laughs) You gotta hurry. (laughs) God forbid. One to 76, you're fine, Skid. And. Ding, 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 ding. I'm using my complete silence. <laughs> I'm using my red, white, and blue dice. <laughs> oh no, America! My, yeah, my rocket pop die. I'm a very patriotic person. America, oh, no. forebears uh-huh. loved America. He did. It's in his honor. The band. All right. The band. <laughs> the band. He was out and <laughs> yeah, came in a horse with no name and he left <laughs> like he came. All right. da, da. Shit. I can't even roll. My hands are shaking. I can't do it. I can't bring my hands to release the dice. I, I'm just shaking. Like, they're, still sh- they're still shaking. They're still shaking. He's I'm doing still like shaking, he's doing like a presidential handshake. Like he just yeah. won't let go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The double like, palm. I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm holding for the photo op with the handshake. I'm just like I keep. Okay. Wow. All right. All right. Here, here we go. go. Yeah. You guys ready? You can do it. Good. Yeah. All right. You can be my hero, baby. Three, two, two. Seventy-four. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Two points away. And you are back in the sepulcher of skulls. (laughs) Two points. That's crazy. (laughs) What would have happened on 76? Similar location. Similar location. Similar. Uh, uh, no, uh, nearby. So in the room with the dual hand. Seventy-seven is off target. Yeah. So in the room with the dual. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but those die take four sonic damage on top. That's of true. That. They do so take four. We're, we're gone. Four sonic. Yeah. <laughs> all of your nuts. All of your rolls now take four extra. Um, <laughs> all right. Permanent so world state. You're back there. Uh, obviously, you grabbed the the head of her in Springbane. I know. If we got it. Uh, oh, shit, we got to use my go back. God. <laughs> Come back in minus nine the next day. <laughs> Don't Damn it. Call mom to see if she, we can drive it to the high school for us. Um, you have the head. You have, as far as you know, completed the quest. There are three of you just outside those doors. That decapitant lord could still be trotting about. What do you do? Open the door and call... Oh, we're going to give up the adventure. Let's not come back here ever again. <laughs> hey, buddy. Buddy. No, I'm kidding. You killed our friend. Um, yeah, hold up the head. And uh, we deliver to you the head of your enemy. The quest. Tosses it. Thump, thump, thump. 
is fulfilled. And again, the skull becomes like bathed in blue flames and slowly rises up. Its jawbone starts moving. Springbane comes to this hall of shame at last. Long have we waited for him. Leave him here alone while we hasten to judgment. I sense motive on that. Sure. Natural 20. <laughs> 25. You would think... From what he's saying, him and his other uh, allies here that were left to shame here, who knows what they're going to do to the, the any spirit that could still lie within uh, this head. But Yeah, it was just the being left alone part that gave me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. All right. I require my axe no longer. It is yours. Now, you know, the second you left that tomb, it lost its vorpal. Ability. Yeah. yeah. Now listen to my final advice. What's the bonus? A terrible spirit malingers on the door to the Queen's throne room, the place I charged you not to go. It is the other half of the Headless One's soul. Bitter and tormented and a more vicious haunt than I. We have sensed the Queen's court traversing the catacombs just east of this room. I am sure there are great dangers there, but there might also be a secret passage that leads to Skirkatla's throne. But... If you must assail that black door, consecrate it and demand the decapitant lord remember his name. Otherwise, he shall return again and again to seek your murder. What is the name of the spirit? That I do not know. You must Use an ability to speak with the haunt itself and ask it. Above all, know this. Skirkatla possesses great and terrible power, but even she is just a vessel. This tomb is an unholy place with many paths in and out. Do not deign to face the queen until you cross the open wound and stare into the mouth of the princess. And with that, the blue flames just rise from the skull one more time and then dissipate. And as they dissipate, the axe glows with a magical light that all of you can see. (laughs) What? What? Badass. Spellcraft. I'm going to do, yeah, spellcraft. Sure. 31. You beat me. 31. It is a plus one undead bane great axe. Oh. Oh, wow. Okay. How, How are we feeling, Troy? You're feeling as if 
24 hours from now, <laughs> you'll be fine. You mean when, when we they wake, wake up. up. When you wake up. Skip it a bop doop. We're skipping and we're bopping over here. Why are we scatting? <laughs> I didn't authorize any scanning. A lot of information there. A lot yeah. of stuff to yeah. unpack. So this, the place that the skull told us not to go originally is where the spirit of the Dullahan is. Well, the queen, right? The spirit of the queen? Oh, the spirit of the queen. He's saying that the door itself. The door is imbued with the spirit of the Dullahan. Oh. And it has to be consecrated. And if we get to speak its name... If we have a to say the name. name of the decapitant lord? Yeah, it's, it's, it's some stuff you're going to have to figure out. All right. But that door, he's saying there might be another way in as well. Secret passage. Um, to the east, through the catacombs. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, there might be a secret passageway. And also he's saying that, you know, that throne room is very, very dangerous. Because Kyle is just a vessel. Just a vessel. Do not deign to face the queen until you cross the open wound and stare into the mouth of the princess. What the fuck? I don't know what that means. Princess so, is some sort of some sort of shrine to Ergothoa. Isn't Ergothoa the pallid princess? She is indeed. Good call. So we have to do something that will give us do something with, at some sort of tribute to Ergothoa place. So when he says open wound, that makes me think of the bridge we never crossed. Yeah, me too. Or some or some sort of bridge. Yeah, I'm not particularly keen to go through the catacombs when we know that there's a bunch uh, yeah. of undead around. But yeah. So taking what Farron told Baron, I think we we should look outside. Yeah. And should um, we just we should just walk out through the hall? No. <laughs> Uh, you want to go first with Mage? We can't, no, we can't because <laughs> we can't walk out the door because that's where the Dillahan is. Unless we're going to fight him. Well, and I don't know if we know, but it, we as characters, Troy told us there's some mechanism based on when it comes back. So, but it's still it's there. Back. No. Oh, it, it did? Because we, we didn't defeat it, so it's oh, still there. Oh, right. Yeah. It's absolutely we, we never, right. We never right killed away. a friend. Wow, so, Grant. Uh, wow. What, what we can... Oh, boy. We can, Short memory. Joe, we, your thoughts. <laughs> I'm blown away, Matthew. I'm, I'm truly blown away. <laughs> what we can do is teleport back outside where right. the you described this figure. Being. Yeah. And I can do a survival check to try to find him. And, uh, and, then, and then go back to our old campsite. And then spend the night there. Or do we, do we want to take him? How many teleports you got left? I have, I have one left. Oh, so <coughs> you know Did what? you sense motive? Oh on, no 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 no. We don't we don't have to teleport because I have dimension door prepared as well. Oh, um, beautiful! Just open up that door, and uh, yeah, we can dimension door. That's all. What that's like seven hundred feet for me. Great. So we can dimension door outside, see if anyone's there. If they are there, we can teleport. all teleport back to the forge and then go from there. That sounds like a great oh, yeah, idea, Scott. It's it's two hundred fifty feet to get outside, so you're yeah. Um, great. Come together right now over me. <laughs> reaches out his hands <laughs> and uh, do something. Skit. Actually, just like kind of like waves his hands in an actual like door um, a, a trans-dimensional door like opens in front of us step through my friends it's always a new adventure with you Pembroke he seems it there and boop 
pops through. Wow. You open the door and you are right outside the tomb. Right in, you know, near the area where you fought the Wicker Man and took out the how was his name? The uh The Herseer. The Herseer. Gregor. Son of a bitch. Gregor. Did you sense motive on Farron, by the way, when I she just showed you that uh, that image? I did not. I was a little lax there. It is true. She could be... She stared into the flames. It's a little spooky. Who knows how much she got corrupted? And we're dead. And we're dead. And you're dead. Why don't we shoot first and ask questions later? I'll do that anyway. You're outside. What do you want to do, Baron? I want to do a survival check to see if I can see footprints that look like they might be made by a human of that size. I'll aid you. I aid. Uh, Oof. Uh, 13, 15. Can, uh, 15. Yep. Fresh fallen snow. You do see tracks. All right. The tracks um, kind of go down the bottom of the, the... You can see tracks basically at the bottom of the stairs, like someone came up, mm. saw the door, and then turned around and went back into the village somewhere. Uh, Faraza will wild shape into uh, an arctic turn. For old times' sake, classic, uh, and she'll take to the sky to kind of see what she can, and do, can she roll perception to see if she sees anyone or where the tracks yeah. generally were leading in that direction? And Pembroke and Baron, you guys just stay up there at the tomb, at the top of the uh, steps. I mean, if we can follow the tracks, I mean, I think we'll start following foot. Sure, yeah. Thirty or twenty-six on perception. Um, you're flying around and. I'm assuming you're following those tracks. Indubitably. Yeah. So, 26, you, you're you able to stick with the tracks for a while, and it looks like they go down to that building on the southwestern portion that you never entered. Okay. It was kind of like in the lower encampment. Oh, like the... So, the, there was the mess hall and the, the upper tent, encampment. By the and tent, then, tents where we... Uh, yeah. And then there was another... If you, if you still have your... Uh, Greetings from Skiergard, Matt. Uh, it's this building down here to the far left in the lower encampment. Oh, right, oh. right next to all the tents. Right next to all the tents. Yeah. Never and went in there. Beneath the view of the The tracks world. go in there? It looks like the tracks go in there. Cacaw! Cacaw! And Faraza circles back and, and shares uh, that with Pembroke and, yeah. and Baron. Well, I, I'm curious myself. I, never having seen this building, I... I wonder. I wonder too, but there's only one way to state this curiosity. Let's move forward. Let's do it. Are there any giants about? Here and there, you might see a couple poking around. Um, some have taken over the other buildings. So knowing that, there's no reason to think there aren't giants in this building as well. Yeah. Mm. Uh, if there are only one or two, I think we can handle Shoot ourselves. Them. Shoot them. Yes. <laughs> like we With, always do. Uh, yes. I think we've proven that we're more than capable of shooting giants. As you approach the building, you guys never really got close. The only one Lork got here when he was doing the sabotage of the camps. So you see that there, uh, there's like this flat-topped log building. Uh, there's a well-trodden path leading to a set of barn doors um, to the south and east. Uh, there's an area open to the sky to the north side of the building looks like a slaughter yard Ugh. where like mammoths mammoths were being slaughtered 
Um, There's a fence surrounding the yard. looks about 12 feet high and a gate in the northeast corner and little pens built into it. Uh, There's a stone platform in the middle of it covered in blood. So that's why you're like, oh, looks like they were doing slaughtering here. Why? You're not sure. Hmm. Um, And, uh, yeah. Smoke rises from the rooftop. Any windows? No windows. Baron will approach the door and will listen. Natural one. Oh, yeah. 17. You hear disco music. (laughs) (laughs) It's Diana Ross. Let's go. No, it's the Bee Gees. (laughs) Donna Summer. Uh, Kicking the door, Baron. All right, Baron will... uh, will, uh, Yeah, that's fine. He'll open the door stealthily. 20 or 29. 29. Open the door stealthily. <laughs> wow. There's a disco ball spinning. <laughs> Colors everywhere. How did we never come into this building? We won the adventure, you guys. It's a party. Fascinated for three rounds. Oh. Uh, it's a surprise party for Baron. Oh, I think Pierce Brosnan's your father. Sorry. Shit. <laughs> Skid out of control Oh my god Shut it down Pierce uh, Brosnan really is the father of Daniel Craig If you think about it Because he played Bond before Craig did It's true So where's the father coming in? Mama oh. Mia you, you, I don't know You need to see it No, no, I, no you don't I, I, I have <laughs> <laughs> You open the door stealthily And there's a stench that comes out of it uh, A very rank odor and you hear a fire cracking in like a room around the corner. The chimney's in the back of the building. You can hear the cracking. You don't hear anyone moving about, though. Okay. Since, can I do a perception? Uh, sure. Inside? Yeah. Are we, you are, yeah, we're both inside. We're both inside, we're both inside the doorway. Mm-hmm. Uh, natural 20. Natural 20. You see humanoid prints? Fresh snow tracked into the building and plenty of giant prints but they look like they're older where the humanoid prints lead they lead around the corner towards the fireplace Viraza follow me or shall we have our friend come out to us if you'd like to call out to him or her please do so or it who knows what it could be I mean it's probably human we looked at the tracks humanoid humanoid that's right um, whoever is in this building, you have nothing to fear if you are foe to the giants. If you are friend to the giants, prepare to die. <laughs> Show yourself. <laughs> All of a sudden, you see around the corner, <laughs> short sword in hand, pokes the sort of tanned kind of burned and like sunburned like wrinkly face weathered weathered yeah perfect weathered face of a dwarf a dwarf a dwarf (laughs) who sticks his head around the corner sort of black hair with jets of uh, gray throughout it and he's got this short sword in his hand and he eases out around and he's like you find no friend of the giants here I didn't think you'd see me, which are very impressive, I must say. (laughs) 
and he sheathes the, the short sword and steps out in full. I've been looking for you lot for a while. Where have you been? We've been killing giants. Why have you been looking for us? And he's friend? Smiling, you know, he's smiling at you like really big. He's like, I, I know you have. I know you have. I heard about it. I was in Skelt, and uh, word of you three has gotten around there. Well, there were four, uh, from what I understand. Seven, if you're counting. Oh, seven is there. <laughs> well, uh, I see your numbers are a bit whittled down. Four bears. Three people, four bears. Good one, Matthew. Thanks. I, I, I just had to explain it. Was pretty it. deep. <laughs> yeah. And then it was funny. Deep cut. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, anyway, so um, so he comes around and he has this sort of like, kind of like jovial mood about him. And then he's like, I was beginning to think you were all dead already. I'm happy to see you're not. It's, uh, it's mighty cold up here. I thought I'd take a little shelter inside somewhere where there weren't so many cold, blustery winds going around. Now, myself, I'm a little used to the mountains, but, you know, I spent a lot of time in the warmer places of the world, and uh, you, my dear, you, my dear, for one, look like you have the color of Osirian. I'm a bird. You, bird. <laughs> You're an Assyrian octopus. I'm extremely perceptive. <laughs> yeah, the look of an Assyrian bird. <laughs> yeah, an Arctic, Assyrian Arctic Assyrian turn. Arctic. I know, an Assyrian woman turned into an Arctic turn. I see one. <laughs> She's actually just a hieroglyph of a bird. <laughs> She's two dimensional. <laughs> I know an Assyrian bird, but I see one. <laughs> Funny that you change into that shape here. Seems uh, kind of strange. It sticks out a bit. <laughs> no, but he says, um, I, I've looked on top of the mountain for quite some time. Hours, it must be. Traveled all the way up the mountainside, tracking this giant camp you all disbanded. It was quite a, quite a feat. I had to see it for myself. Well, you certainly are more skilled, if not smarter, than you look. What made you feel so cocksure to stride right into this building and start up a fire? There are still giants roaming around, and I can tell you one thing. They hold no love for our kind. Oh. He strokes his beard as he does it yeah, and looks yeah. at him. He looks at you, nods. He's like, hi, we've got many enemies in the giants, and I made my fire here and decided to make myself quite a bit loud so that they could find me. I had so many, so many were easy to track as they flee down the mountainside trying to get away from this, this camp you all broke apart, and it was quite easy picking off those one by one as they sleep by their firesides with no protection, no sort of organization. It's uh, easy to take them out, but up here, I, I couldn't find too many, so I decided to make a little noise, uh, light a fire, and have them come to me. That way I don't have to do so much walking through this heavy snow to just kill them off one by one. Patted me and Pembroke like kind of steps to the fore and he's kind of smiling. There's some kind of, there's, he's wary because he doesn't know who this is yet, but there's also like some joy here that like seeing a giant or, or a dwarf here is is a heartening sight for sure. <laughs> and his personality is already kind of, he's, he's, uh, he's made, him, made him kind of warm to him already too. And I am Forgive me, but uh, whom might we have the pleasure of addressing, if you wouldn't mind? 
Oh, of course, I wouldn't mind. The name's Dolgrith. Dolgrith Underfoot. I, uh... Born of the, the lands of the north, the lands of the Linon kings. But I haven't spent my, most of my life there. I've spent traveling around quite a bit. You might know me already as, as Dolgrith Deathbringer. Perhaps you've heard that name. <laughs> so can I do... We do Niles Local to see if we know who this is. <laughs> yeah, go okay. for it. All right, so that's a 22. Do they know who you are? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking famous. <laughs> <laughs> among what circles? Uh, among circles of uh, rich and powerful people that need monsters killed. Uh, uh, sword for hire. He's a bit of a sword for hire, yeah. Mm-hmm. And but you can see he's like, he's decked out. You know, like he's, he's very like, um, uh, it's not that he wears lavish things, but uh, in terms of his clothing or his cloth, like it's very practical and built for the cold. But you also see that like both of his short swords, like just the pommels on them are gorgeous and like fine forged crafted like magical mismatched you know. but super fancy yeah exactly mismatched yeah mismatched but super fancy you see like a, a, a kind of slightly oversized covering like the bottom of his belly this this golden belt that almost <laughs> looks like a like a wrestling title belt <laughs> uh, you know there's a crossbow on his back and a um and like just uh, the, the clinkling of uh, vials of potions at his side, uh, it's just like sort of like dick geared out for adventuring, you know. Uh, and he and he, he says this, and you have you have heard whispers of the name before, uh, and he sort of has a, a reputation for uh, for bringing down mighty beasts. Yeah. Oh yes, yes, reputation of your exploits has reached far and wide, far as Absalom from whence I come. Oh, you come from Absalom, great city. I loved it there. Yes. Not too many giant creatures for me to kill. I had to move on quite quickly. Uh, the sewers are a bit of a dodgy place, but I moved on from there and found myself in Katira shortly after. Uh, it was before I hiked a thousand miles east into the lands of the Padishah of Katapesh. But I get ahead of myself. Honestly, it is, uh, it is a pleasure to meet you as well. Word of uh, your exploits has reached at least the length and breadth of the Minespin Mountains where I first heard of this giant camp. And uh, as I made my way to Skelt, they said there were already some heroes, they said. They called you heroes. Already up here trying to take care of this giant threat. There were plenty. There was a large group of slaves that had made their way back to the city that said that you had saved them. I said, who was this group? That, that goes and takes the glory away from Dolgrith Deathbringer. And they said, it was a dwarf. A dwarf with a... And he looks at you. He's like a dwarf with a weapon. He stares at you very seriously. A weapon no one had ever seen before. I'd like to see it myself, but I'm not going to press too hard. It's a weapon none have faced and lived to tell the tale again. Aye. That sounds pretty scary, and if it's disbanded this camp, and you don't have a long history of disbanding giant camps, well then I'd say it's quite impressive. And as for you, they spoke very highly of the wizard. Almost said your name in hushed tones, they said. Be careful for that wizard. He'll show up. Right in the room you're sleeping in. Your hotel room. <laughs> you have no warning whatsoever. Here, <laughs> right next to you, slip your throat. out to the shower. <laughs> and, this, and this fine bird here, this must be the druid. Why don't you show yourself? 
Because I only get so many wild shapes a day, my friend. <laughs> she talks as the bird as well. That's very impressive. For us, it's and wild shape. Hmm. Oh, okay, whoa. So he, then, of course, he's like, oh. Well, they didn't mention you had the coloring of Osirian. I was there not long ago. It is my, my home until very recently. My lady, I must say, you are very... It is a pleasure to see someone of your stature from that place. I miss it greatly. Uh, up in the cold of these mountains, so do I. Yes, I do not. I come from the mountains. I'm supposed to like the cold, but I don't like it so much right now, I got to tell you. Why don't you come sit around the fire? Let's warm up here a bit. We can talk about what you've been facing here with this, this temple of undeath and try to get our hands around it, or at least our minds, because we don't want to go in there without knowing what we're fighting. Well, at least I don't. So any help you can give me would be great. And if you still have the, the wherewithal to go in, despite the loss of your friend, I think I'd be a good help for, to you. So Pembroke, like, claps his hands together, and he's like, doesn't even bother doing a sense motive. He's just like, this is a happy chance. <laughs> the gods smile upon us, surely they do. You see, do you see, we are blessed. We have recently lost a companion, very recently, and we are provided with another hero of great renown. I know you. It does seem My providential. Friend, it is providential. We are meant to succeed. There was no reason to despair. We have the great Dalgrief underfoot Deathbringer here with us now. Yes. Well, now we have a fourth. Please, you'll make me blush. Let's get around the fire here, and I've, I've already started some beans. He's got a pot of baked beans <laughs> warming up. Boston uh, baked beans? Raza is going to do a sense mode. I rolled very poorly. That explains the stench. <laughs> Baron rolls a 21. Uh, on the sense motive? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, he's just uh, hungry. Wow. That's his motive. Uh, <laughs> And he wants to warm up. There's also a small keg of fine human distilled rum that uh, Dalgrith got into, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Um, distilled from the blood of humans. This yes, must well, be an intoxicating indeed. Well, when I, when I came across this <laughs> lovely find, I said, you know, I can't... Uh, well, I don't need to go into the tomb today, right? We could, we could have a drink today, and then I'll go in tomorrow. That's what you know, I told myself. Oh, you know, yes, we have perhaps enough time. We are still have open bleeding wounds, as you may have seen. So we have time enough to celebrate our good fortune, go back and recover our strength, and return on the morrow before and after we have um, shaken ourselves of the effects of this horrible curse which we still suffer. I am stupid. Stupider by far than I've ever been in my life. <laughs> he is weak. She is... Also weak and dumb. Um, less wise. Less wise. <laughs> so you need some rest, you see. She recently started selling Herbalife. Really, really into it. So yes, we should we should rest here. We shall we shall in, rest get in the to sanctuary. Know, rest in the sanctuary. Get to uh, no. We have a safe place. I can take us there now. No, you okay. Wish, you should will it. You show the way. Let me clean up my stuff here, and I'll be with you in a moment. Gather it up. It will take but a, but a moment. If you don't mind, what were you doing in Osirian? I, 
I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I, I, I hadn't you, thought about it <laughs> yet. I thought you had something prepared. Well, I had we been, gloss over this. I have an uncle. I was. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't want to brag, but I was asked to return to Assyrian. I'd been there many, many years ago uh, in service to the the the, um, the Pharaoh Kemet the Second. His, uh, as you know, <laughs> as you as you, I'm sure know, my lady. He has passed on, but his son Kemet the Third, the Ruby Prince, needed some help with uh, clearing out. Uh, a lich that had been causing some trouble nearby. So uh, I, yes, I took on the contract and I got the job done. And, uh, well, as a thanks, I got this belt you're looking at right here. He was very generous and kind. Ah, marvelous. Yes, it is a Syrian. And you can see, like, it has, like, a Syrian, like, oh, glyphs on it and stuff. Yes, yes, truly. This is an honor. I have heard, I have heard of your, 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 your tales of heroism for many years now. This is quite an honor. Bruz's well, head slowly turns to look at Pembroke and his fanboying. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have all your trading cards and your action figures. <laughs> figures. And uh, yes, this is, this is truly a happy day. <laughs> well, let's get to a place where you call can get rested and then we can start talking business. Yes. I love talking business. Yes, business and selfies. Later, <laughs> let us go. This place that you were in, you came here uh, sometime today, probably, to and searched the place. It was a, a tannery, and so there's a liming room, there's a, a drying room, and then obviously the slaughter yard. So it back. smells terrible. It stinks. Yeah, this yeah. place is it's not the, It's not the bean beefs. Uh, <laughs> and you found some shit. So you found this fine. Human distilled rum. Human, human distilled. <laughs> distilled. Uh, distilled by humans or distilled from humans? Distilled from human fat. It's delicious, no matter what. You find a magical vest. Oh. oh. Which I don't know if you have the ability to detect that type of magic, but you, you, you know a nice vest when you see it. Uh, you, no, certainly I do not. You found uh, an ivory scrimshaw depiction of... The frost giant god Thremir uh, striding into the steaming sea. Um, again, wow. I don't know what your knowledge of religion is, but if you were to show it to these guys, uh, Pembroke would know immediately like, that's how the frost giants came to be when Thremir went yeah. in. And Yeah, he's, he definitely has some knowledge of giants, and he has some knowledge of religion. Um, his, his knowledge of religion skews a little bit more toward the undead, I will say, um, but he, he does have some knowledge of it. You also found um, 15 platinum pieces and 169 oh, gold pieces. Wow. Beautiful. I think Grant is telling me to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> and the last thing you found was uh, a note written in giant on a sheet of crudely produced vellum. Hmm. And it's been kind of like stepped on in the, the ruckus of people, whoever was running the tannery, uh, left and left this on the floor, so it's a little ripped. Um, I don't know if you speak giant or anything. Uh, he does, yeah. But uh, you found that as well. Uh, so what does it say? What does the note say? So again, it's missing some words um, since the, the camp disbanded, but it says, uh, you will continue to do as I have tasked you. I anticipate a new group will be sent south to our fiery brethren soon. They'll have no need for their tents where their cuts off. Keep the production going and stop your sniveling, or I will ensure the queen hears of it. And it's signed by Herseer Gregonor. Hmm. Hmm. So I found this letter here on the ground. Tried to read it, but didn't make much sense to me. I heard, I heard tell of this 
queen of undeath in this tomb here? Is this the queen you might be speaking of? He's asking you yeah, guys. Yes, yes. No, this this follows. Yes, this is a it's a startling find, my friend. Well done. Well, it's just more evidence that they can't organize at all. They'll never be good enough to make themselves a good army. They're no, of course. lumbering, idiotic beasts. They are. They yes. are. They, they need a, a firm hand, or a, the, the, the factions, factionalism will destroy them from within, always. They yes. have managed to kill quite a few small folk, even without that strong hand, always. my friend. Always, of course. They are always dangerous, but the fact that they are organized uh, into one force by this... This storm tyrant. This is what troubles us. This is what threatens all of Avistan. Med, I, 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 sorry, I, I can't help but notice that you seem to have rather a fine vest there, and it seems to be a bit magical. M- might I uh, examine it? See what's Ah, is it magical? I knew it was quite nice by its stitching, but sure. Yes, is it yes. uh, leather? Uh, is it like a zinnitanery? tannery? Yeah. yeah so With it's not stitching. It's like shiny metal, and buttons. he wears uh, like really nice leather. Uh, Armor, studded leather armor. So he knows good leather when he sees. It. I know it yeah. was good leather, but I didn't know quite if it had no, any properties like that. No, no, it radiates magic, just as most of what uh, your accoutrements also do. <laughs> oh, I, I wouldn't. I, 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 I wouldn't be so bold. Don't you know, look too added. close. You'll be blinded no. by the light of these <laughs> items. Very impressive. <laughs> as I, I want to get you to a room. <laughs> uh, he looks, and it's a twenty. Raza like backs away to stand with Baron. <laughs> it's, a, it's a twenty twenty one. Spellcraft on the vest. It's a, a vest known as an all tools vest. Ah. Oh, Troy's inside. <laughs> hey, right. oh. hey. Uh, it, it's got numerous shiny metal buttons and a number of bulging pockets. Once per day, as a standard action, the wearer can speak the vest command word and order it to bring forth all the standard tools required to make checks for any one craft skill. Oh, That's really cool. That's really tools cool. just appear in all of the pockets magically, or if they're really big, they just show up on the floor around you and stay there for 24 hours for you to make the check. That's yeah. really cool. Can we call it the Bob Vila Memorial. Memorial tool vest. <laughs> the Vila vest. The Vila vest. Uh, what was the currency you told me? Uh, 15 platinum, I think. Yeah, and 169 gold. Thank you. Beautiful. Don't forget the scrimshaw. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can we appraise that scrimshaw? Sure. Out of the bucket. Charlie Natural buckets. one. Natural one. It's priceless. A religion check on it? Uh, well, we already know. Yeah, yeah, know. Yeah. I have a praise. Uh, that is a 24. 120 gold pieces. And rolling that over to the rum, the rum was probably worth uh, about 50 gold pieces. But it's all inside of Dane Death. It's all inside of old Dalgreth Deathbringer. Let's try to remember how to say your name. <laughs> uh, I leaned over to read off Joe's character. <laughs> Dalgreth. So, what are you thinking, Pembroke? Tran- uh, go back to the forge? Yeah, I think that should be our plan. Dalgreth, we have a safe place. It's a place of magic, a place of great power. We will recover our strength there and, and venture forth again on the morrow with you if that meets, meets with your approval. You should be warned, though. You were seen in the flames of a forge the god Minter Hall by our associate Farron. Your associate knows of Minderhall, speaks with Minderhall. She tends his eternal forge. What is this nonsense? Come on. We kind of relit it ourselves. You relit the forge of Minderhall? <laughs> well, what yes. were you thinking? Well, well, now, there's a lot to it. Before you freak out, 
There is, uh, yes, it's a long story, but we have managed to turn the tools of the enemy against them. So, uh, well, giant tools are powerful, I'll grant you that, but you don't want any giants coming across it and getting control of it no, again. but you are the eye of the enemy is upon you. I think he can see you as he perhaps can see us as yes, well. Yes, I hope he can. <laughs> but you should know this I welcome a, the fight. But this is a place where giants and the small folk live in harmony. It is a mission that any... Our mission to bring this message and concept of peace to the world at large. So there shall be no fighting in the cathedral. It's basically Sunset Park. In I don't Brooklyn. understand this fairy tale you speak of giants living with small folk our peacefully. Our associate Farron is a giant and she is a friend. This Farron is a giant. What type of giant? Slag giant. A slag giant? I don't think I've met a slag giant. Well, you shall. She's very pleasant. Yeah, she's quite nice. She's helped well, us, if she's, she, she helped has us out of jam. If she has your stamp of approval, then I'll, uh, I'll give her a chance, but yes. I'm keeping an eye on her. Of course. She no. could be a spy, you know. Yes, ever vigilance, as we all should be. All right, gather around, <laughs> gather around. <laughs> and Pop teleports back to the fort. <laughs> Just for shits and gigs. <laughs> S and G's. Oh, 94. <laughs> <laughs> creeping up on you. never roll uh, like 30s. Yeah. You know, like, well, I'm 26. getting close. <laughs> Spoom, you're back in this forge in uh, Dogreth, and you've, you've been all around the world, maybe even heard of the uh, Cathedral of Minderhall alone. Of course. Though it had laid dormant until Orathash brought it back. He's like, well, the one good thing was that Minderhall's forge had not been relit. That was at least a blessing there. You all, what were you thinking? Whoops. So you tell them the whole like story. Yeah, yeah we over we share you know, the around the thing. fire. <laughs> a lot and of people it, died, and it ends with, uh, and one of our uh, uh, former associates' weapons was blessed as unholy, and he got away, and then the other one died and was taken away by a dragon, and then oh, that associate dragon. murdered another one of our associates after he was brought back to life by an evil sorcerer. Also, yep. stay out of that broom closet. <laughs> 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 no one in Skelt mentioned a dragon. You got dragons up here as well. Yes, no. The, our suspicion, uh, strong suspicion, is that the enemy we face is able to control dragons in addition to all the other powers he wields. So, oh, well, that makes it a little more. Makes you think twice. Yes. In fact, the dragon is our ally up at the the uh, the, the skier god camp. Well, not an, ally. You, not an ally, but an associate, an, an, an informant, perhaps at best. Our uh, our aims coincided. I would say, my lady, you are making strange friends: giants and dragons, dwarves from Osirian. Yes, yes, we shall be friends of that, I'm sure. But for now, let's. Let's get you rested up while I think about how I'm going to kill this dragon. Oh, the, the dragon right now is our friend, by the way, and probably watched everything Damn it. <laughs> uh, Everyone's your friend. <laughs> well, the you dragon... peace, friend. The Relight and Forge is friends with dragons? <laughs> Just to ask us before you attack the dragon. There's a dragon in Skiergar that's our friend. There's a dragon that flew away that's our enemy. We'll let you know if you can sh- attack the dragon, all right? But to be okay. fair, the dragon that flew away, we did fight it, but it is under the control of the giants, so it probably would not kill us if we... Unless it were under now, control. Could, it's a very mind control situation. All of a sudden, he stops for a second. He gets kind of serious. He's been a little bit, you know, blowhardy and fun, but he gets a little serious, and he just kind of quietly says, This dragon, the one here on top of the mountain you see is your ally. Noxymaris is her name. That's what I was asking is the name. Um, 
with Noximara. Mm-hmm. Noximara. Can I roll? Uh, Noxima. Can I roll Knowledge Arcana to see if I know that name? Because he's hunted dragons. He knows of dragons. Sure, sure, sure. And famous dragons' names are just, they're known. What'd you get there for your first Some roll? things never change. <laughs> I believe this is your first roll. It's like a chance for a decent story ever. Uh, Fifteen. What'd you roll? A natural three. <laughs> God. I'm ready for that New character, same Joe. <laughs> Seriously. Come on. Um... 15, no, no. All you, you, you would know of Baelgaroth, and I'm sure uh, Pembroke could tell you that, like, Naximara is a descendant of the legendary red dragon named oh, Baelgaroth. Quite a sire there. That is something to be concerned about, though. Yes. That dragon, dragon probably wields mighty power. No, yes. A worm of great notoriety and power. Yes. I assume when you spoke, you were very differential. Of course. Yes. As one must be with dragons. As certainly you would know. Of course. Of course. Look to Do otherwise would be I foolish. Speak. It would be foolish, of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Look to whom I speak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ah, the death bringer himself he is here. <laughs> I can't believe I... I should put on my fancier robe. Well, I'm sorry I called you the wizard. I didn't get your proper name. They didn't no, tell I, me. In I, no, 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 no. Do no need to apologize whatsoever. I am Pembroke. I am Professor Pembroke, if you uh, wish to be colloquial to uh, what I've been invested most recently. In my younger days, I was referred to as Pembroke the Potent. However, those days are long gone. I want to roll. I want to see if I know him, because he's. You know, he's been around for a long time. Sure, sure. He traveled Osiria, and he's been through those places. And he has a pretty good knowledge look as well. <laughs> Again? Was that the lucky die, too? That was the lucky die. Stop Natural bro- five. Stop wow. <laughs> never heard of him. 21. 21. Never heard of him. Well, I'm sorry I never heard of you, friend, but I'm sure your exploits in the past were quite impressive. It was some time ago. Was you don't get a nickname like the Potent for nothing. No, he's no. quite potent now. <laughs> I can well, see that. Yeah, I, I must admit, I am feeling a bit more of my old self, as it will. As the more, the more we, the more I flex my muscles, the more I do what I used. Yes, so excellent. Perhaps I can make a new name for myself. What? Yes, I'll, I'll start thinking of one because having a good name is very important. You know, it, it, it must begin with a P, and it must begin with a P. It must be memorable. The no, alliteration, the alliteration is, is very important. Yes, alliteration is quite important. I'll think. I'll sleep on it. Good. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so let's just take a look at the map here. Let's let's let's, let's really talk Turkey. So you've uncovered a, a great deal of this. Um, of the tomb you're talking about? Or of yeah. Okay. Of the tomb. Um, there's obviously some places that have yet to be looked at. Going back to that great hall, the hall with the Dullahan in it, there are two sets of doors that you know are locked. One in the lower uh, southwestern portion and one in the northwestern portion, which you think that's what Akargrim was referring to when he said, east of here is the catacombs. Hmm. Going up, the room where you fought that devourer that almost killed four bears and stole mm-hmm. his soul uh, is the set of black doors. You kind of get a sense of what's going on there. And then going back to where you fought 
uh, Hearn Springbane and his generals, you did see a chasm opening up into who knows where. So you've got two sets of double doors that are locked in the main room, the black door, and this open chasm. I vote we go to the open chasm and see if we can track down that, what was it? The, the sec- secret. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think I think it would be foolish to fight the Dullahan knowing that it can come back. Right. Now we know how to. Yeah, we can't. If we can't kill it for good, I mean, I mean, there's no need. If we can avoid it to fight it. So, yeah, I'm, I like that. Like, I like going to the room with, with the chasm and seeing if we can find i mean there's reason to believe that the secret door that she spoke of would be somewhere around there also right and so. now i'm looking at the map the door is in the room with the recessed like the sunken living room room uh-huh the doors there are black on the map yes yeah those so, are the black right doors. those are the black doors those are the black doors so but there should be a secret way to Get avoid those the, altogether yeah. so yeah let's let's do that let's try to do that we could also try to consecrate those doors right right but we don't yeah. have anyone i don't think right now that can do that and there's a haunt right on the doors are a haunt yes right. yeah, okay so like a two-step process i mean consecrate and then somehow get to say its name speak with yeah say my name yeah Check my scrolls. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, I like this chasm. Looks fun, and if we can, what was the what was the thing? What did what did the dwarf skull say to us? That it was like the, the do not deign to face the queen until you cross the open wound and look into the mouth of the princess. So Pretty creepy. Did you write that down? I did. Damn, dude, you're good. Good yeah. job. Nice job. Note taking. Note taking. Really I also wrote it down as dog breath, death bringer. Was that correct? Dog, dog breath. breath. Dog breath. Yeah. Dog, dog breath. breath. How dare you? It's canon. <laughs> uh, dog grief. D a l g r e a t h. Okay. Brings dog grief with threes and fives. Dog grief. <laughs> better look out! I got lots of threes and fives coming for you. They also call me dog gri- threes and fives. <laughs> so, uh, they yes, call me the I, natural three. I, 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 I am heartily in favor of cro- of crossing this chasm. We got one for the chasm. I'm for the chasm. I thought it was the wound when I heard it. Yeah, that sounds right to me. Based on what you're saying, I'd rather do the chasm. That seems like makes more sense to me than some sort of haunted doors. We I'll stay have- away from it. Just as soon stay away from that. We shall have our vengeance on the Dullahan when we are better prepared. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Alright, so you sleep it off. <laughs> yeah, and we do our stone skin Oh. Stone, stone skin on the the uh, everyone but me because there's that's three charges a piece. We only have ten total charges per day on the forge. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is amazing, and yeah. we'll do that right before we leave. Right sure, before sure, we sure. leave, and then is there is there anything else? Is, is there anything that's one charge that we can? There are some. I mean, there's magic weapon that make doesn't hold, do anyone yeah. any good, but. I want to ask Farron. I mean, there's bull strength. Well, first, before I ask Farron what I want, I want to know how we feel. The next day? Yeah. Like a million bucks. Like a million bucks. Your Quest back, fulfilled. All right. Oh, yeah. Mission right. accomplished banner up in the only Yeah. Taken care of. Um, Bachelor Patty. <laughs> Baron wants Four to Bear's ask- body shudders a little as it gets its three ability points back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man, I would have made that save. <laughs> and then he shits himself in the closet. <laughs> as Rigamore sets it. Uh, Baron asks Farron. Baron and Farron, the new show on TBS, right after Rizzoli and Isles. 
Uh, One's yeah, a dwarf. That the was other's TNT, a but... giant. <laughs> so sad. And they're living together? <laughs> Baron and Farron. <laughs> um, Farron, would you happen to have any uh, scrolls of consecrate I could purchase from you as a, as a cleric, as a, 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 a student of the divine arts? Unfortunately, I do not have a store of scrolls here, but I'm sure a, a, a low-level spell like that is something you could buy at the scroll store. <laughs> <laughs> the famous. The fa- you haven't been to the scroll store. <laughs> I mean, she's basically a monk, and in monastic orders, you write down prayers all day long. I thought there might have been a chance that she'd be writing down low-level spells she, to practice. She writes no them, way. and then she throws them into the flame. Yeah. <laughs> Like I, that one was good. She's got to keep That's it going. She's got to keep it going. That's the kindling. Ran out, of, ran out of pews. That one was good. <laughs> that was good. That was a good one. Flame. <laughs> One's a dwarf, and then ah, I feel good this summer. <laughs> this summer. That's always been like the plot point drops. Learn to Until, live again. Until, ah, I feel good. <laughs> Burn and Farrenheit. Stupid. <laughs> what the fuck is happening right now? So, <laughs> you, you want to teleport to the room, like straight to the chasm or that room that looked like it hadn't been finished building yet? You know, the room leading to where you fought her in Springbane. Is that what you're thinking? Do you want to go back to where you fought the Devourer? Do you want to go, like, land right on the Dullahan's mount? <laughs> well, no, I think we, at this point, if we're all at full strength, we can land outside the tomb and work our way back in. Um, but, but you got to deal with the Dullahan. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, no, it's up to you guys. I mean, what do you... What do you I want to land in that unfinished room or right by by those three columns okay. by the chasm. All right. Roll the dice. So roll, it's still a uh, oh, risk. Jesus Christ, have I killed 77 or higher. Still a risk. This is in a big bang. All right, we got, we've, got do- we've got dog breath with us now. Oh, three and five. <laughs> I like a little bit of uh, risk, as it were. All right. Not knowing where we're going to land. He pulls out both. He has two short swords. He pulls them both out. He just wants Baron's gun to play Russian roulette with it. No, it's just two barrels. Uh, this one I want to see in action. All right, I'm about to roll. <laughs> shaking. All right, here we go. One, two, three, four. Oh, <laughs> knocked it out of the park. Perfect. Uh, On target for viewed once, and then just yum 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 yum. There you are. Wow. Back in that room, to the south, a room that looks like it was of newer construction for what purpose you know not. Doors. Oh, nice. I have a mini. Leading off to the east. Yeah, to carry. <laughs> yeah. Nice. You've got two swords and everything. Two swords and everything. It's you. Um, I got Baron's mini still as a musket. I think it's a shotgun. <laughs> I think it's a punk. Can I upgrade to a that? Sawed off shotgun. <laughs> to the east are those doors that lead to the, uh, the vault of ignominy, to the. Uh, west, the doors leading to where you fought the Devourer, and then if Akar Grim is correct, the throne room. But to the north is this this chasm. You you see before you the a collapsed wall that leads to this chasm and this broad rift in the earth opening under the mountain here, because don't forget, you're inside slash under the mountain, this deep in. Looking at the finished room you're coming from in comparison to this, you can tell that the fissure opened 
after the tomb's construction was complete. Numerous chunks of rock and finished stonework lie in heaps on the floor of the chasm, and a wooden suspension bridge stretches across the divide to a partially exposed room on the other side for those of you with dark vision. Let me give you a little little reveal here on the map. The first taste is free. <laughs> so you walk up right to the edge, right to the razor's edge. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. There are no handrails. You look down, the chasm looks to be about 30 feet down. And the ceiling is 25 feet high. What do you do? Um, Dalgrith is going to sheathe one of these swords and keep a free hand. The bridge looks a little rickety. And uh, we'll still keep the other one out. He will lean over to Baron, put a hand on him just kind of slightly. He's like, and now it feels like we're on a hunt, doesn't it? It feels like something's coming. And you know you're about to fight. Smiles, winks. Looks down at the ground for uh, tracks of any kind. Hmm. Going, you know, uh, toward the bridge. Um, natural four. <laughs> That's a three, a five, and a four. So uh, that, that definitely a fail. He's not very good at survival. Shockingly. He's not very good at surviving. <laughs> I've done well so far. Um, yeah, there, there, are, there are tracks, but they're all kind of smudged into the rock. All right, so he'll uh, he'll do a stealth check, uh, jump down. What it, how, how far down is it to that first little where the wall crumbled? Uh, two, two or three feet. Oh, okay, so he'll do a stealth check, and he'll jump down there and start moving toward the edge of the bridge. Okay. Stay back a second. Let me see if there's any, if the bridge is stable. Pembroke is going to cast fly on himself. And Faraz is going to wild shape into an eagle. All right. You don't need the bridge at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Guess it's you and me. Baron Elbows Baron. Baron will follow, but he'll just tip his hat and look down. He's not really thrilled with this guy's uh, happy attitude at this. I mean, one of you could take the broom. Oh, yeah. I can. I'll, I'll, Baron will hop on the broom. You're on your own, newbie. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> see you. <laughs> I see you all don't like a challenge. All right. I'll take on the bridge myself. Uh, so I, I'm first. Someone does it matter? Is stealth check pointless at this point? Nope. After kind of flying into the room. Um, natural two. Natural That's two, <laughs> three, five, two. Holy. All right. So you walk up to the edge of the bridge. Yeah. Twenty. Yeah. And stealth with yeah. a what? Twenty three. Did you just make air quotes around stealth? I did. Because uh, you just you kind of like slide down that two three foot drop, and a bunch of rocks tumble into the chasm. The chasm's not very deep. Mm. You could jump down there and only take three points of damage if mm-hmm. I roll low. Um, so you kind of slide down. Rocks go everywhere. Do you have dark vision? Yeah. As you make that move from the darkness up ahead, on the other side of the bridge, you see two creatures. Rush towards you across the bridge. They're towering creatures wrapped in these filthy rune covered strips oh. of bloody linen, each 
with a single milky eye staring at you. Oh, no, 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 no. From no. the middle of their foreheads. What? Oh. And we'll see you next oh. Disgusting! Oh. oh, my God. Oh, my God. I wish I had a broom. <laughs> Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. Listen to Counterclock now, wherever you listen to podcasts.